0: up ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the no gimmicks podcast here on the dfpn We've got a good show laid out for you guys tonight before we get into that let's jump right into the sponsors if you're listening to us right now though uh and you're not watching us live patreon.com slash podcast that's where you can catch us doing this live show on the weekly that feeling podcast at patreon Patreon.com slash that filler podcast. Also, we have music. Merch. Music. Merch. We got it all. But let's jump into the music. thatfiller.bandcamp.com. Uh, we got a plethora of new music out. And uh MRK Mondays is back in full effect. Uh, I just put some new music out on the uh bandcamp. So make sure you guys tap in and 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 go check that out. And we have merch available at the Teespring. Uh go to spring.com slash Datfillin Podcast. Spring.com slash that film podcast, or just go to spring.com, search for that feeling podcast creator store, and you will get there. My co host, fabulous Frankie D. What's up, man?
1: Hey man, I am feeling copacetic and just too sweet after my victory last week in the Demolition versus Road Warriors debate.
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on. What? What? You classify that? See, I wasn't even trying to get a victory. I was just bringing facts to the table.
1: Who who told you you won? What's that?
0: Who who told you you won that?
1: (laughs) Me, myself, and I. That's bullshit. I, (laughs) without a shadow of a doubt, in the entire don't, don't world, do don't
0: don't do it to yourself. The your entire son.
1: world of professional wrestling and sports entertainment, from the Crockett days all the way up to the WWE days, right now. Don't do that to yourself. I don't do that to yourself. Out Don't do that to you. Play the so. smack down <laughs> on your Rudy Poo candy that ass. That is bold. and I beat you. Shit. I beat you one. <laughs> Two, three, took you out, Benito. I proved <laughs> last week right here on this podcast that demolition was not a ripoff yeah. of the World Warriors and that they were their own thing and that you they did were established that they were. You did not establish dominant. That. They were a dominant that, you force know what you did? You said an opinion. Federation. You said an
0: opinion. You established zero facts. You okay. you you just said an opinion. There was zero facts. Around your opinion. Okay. I came out here and I laid the ground. I laid the foundation. You I laid
1: the facts. Nothing. I did. You laid nothing.
0: I gave you the facts. Straight up. You didn't up.
1: give me anything, sir. Straight up. Facts. Nothing. All day. Go check nothing. the episode. I go did. Go I, check I, the episode. I listened to it. I had a bunch of other people listen to it. And they say, you know, you had some really good points. The other guy had some good points. But you had some really good points. And I could tell you were mad. <laughs> yes you were mad and I wasn't you, mad, you know I, wasn't why? mad. I was I was giving you
0: facts. I
1: wasn't mad about anything I don't get mad I just get passionate
0: okay I don't you, get mad about anything that's a topic for discussion this is, tonight this is,
1: this is wrestling this is a scripted entertainment you know what I'm saying why would I get mad about that? You if I want to get mad about something, I'll tell you why I'll get mad about something. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what grinds my gears. You know what, what grinds my gears? What What's grinds that? my gears is is buying uh, Powerball tickets last week. And, and you didn't then, win it? And didn't win. <laughs> and then for the second time, it hits in, in, in California. That's yeah. what grinds my gears. Yeah. You know, so us people here in Texas, we, we kind of think a little bit of, uh, it's a conspiracy going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh duh. It's we'll, we'll, those we'll,
0: people are rich. So we'll, they buy a we'll, shitload of oh,
1: tickets. Oh, no, no, no. This guy wasn't rich. He, he he damn sure wasn't rich. You know what I'm saying? But mm. whatever. Whatever, man. Like I said before, I established <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. I beat you. One, two, three. You were looking up at the lights. You were doing a job like you always do. And that's it the a end lie. Of it. it is a lie. That's that the end is of it. a that That is a lie. As 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 is, that, Hank Hill said one is this time, how we're starting the show this week? Like that? Don't give me that Frenchman's wave. <laughs> is how, this this I how we're starting the two. show this week? Yeah, I just gave it to you.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Okay, okay. That is that is insane. That's insanity. I can't believe you went there. I did. Why? Why do you do this to yourself, though? Why yeah. every every time you 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 get yourself into a position so. We gotta lay out the facts. We lay out the facts. Every everything that grinds your gears, I have facts for.
1: Sir, everything. You have something called Wikipedia. I don't. Okay, it's a fact. You were literally like you were literally up here last week, like the jabron that you are. I
0: literally had no here, stuff
1: for reading every stuff. every
0: show. Frank D doesn't every, have to come every up here show, and be every, anything. every
1: single show sir every single show everyone he doesn't have to do every it everyone i have but no switch that's what you tonight. have to that's what you have to do i don't have to do it it's all in here I'm that's a, why you lose i'm a student you of the no game notes. i'm a student of the game okay it's okay mr here, student that's <laughs> right that's right
0: i so when i when i make my notes i make sure the i back them the notes up all you with, with, with all my notes
1: you can make that i've researched so you want to. You you, you had the audacity! You had the audacity last week to bring up a match between the Sinner <laughs> Brothers and the Road Warriors from Nitro. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm up nice. here. I'm up here throwing you bangers like Demolition versus the Heart Foundation, Summerslam '88. You come back at me with well. We have the road warriors, basically Steiners, and Nitro. That's a man. Is one of the greatest tag hey, matches ever. Hey, check it out. Watch this.
0: <laughs> it's one of the. It's it's widely considered one of the greatest tag matches ever. That's why I brought it up.
1: Listen, we're gonna talk a little bit later on in the show tonight about where I lost my passion for wrestling because <laughs> it's near and dear to my heart, and we're gonna talk about all that tonight. And also, you gotta admit, man. I'm looking a little too sweet. Got the 25-year anniversary. You know, this came out a couple years ago. You cannot find this shirt anywhere, dude. I
0: know you can't. Yeah, I actually we cannot. Yeah,
1: it. you cannot find this shirt anywhere. 25-year history of the NWO. Too sweet, man, for a life. You know, we way past that 25 thing now. But point is, you can't find this shirt anywhere. And the WWE continues to make money off of something they did create.
0: This is true. This is true.
1: The NWO was created in the WCW.
0: It was. It it really was.
1: Yep, sure it was.
0: So let let's 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 go over that. Let's go over what, that. What
1: was that comment there? man? somebody just put up something about Frankie D.
0: You're the no gimmicks version of Tommy Dreamer.
1: What was that supposed to mean? It's
0: actually a compliment.
1: Oh, it is. Well, I like yeah. Tommy Dreamer, so I'll take it. Yeah,
0: it's a compliment. Tommy Dreamer is a historian.
1: Although, a although, although, let me tell you a something about about Tommy Dreamer, real quick. So back in the day, well, I was watching ECW. And this around I was like a real Stone Cold Mark fan, right? Believing everything. And Tommy Dreamer got me. He got me with his bad back. He was wrestling with a bad back, and every kinda of time he came out there, his back was just always oh, messed up, right? And then I found out he was lying to me. I found out it was it was part of the show. And was I was it? I, I never looked at it my He paper.
0: still talks about this too
1: yeah it, he he got me with that one that that whole back angle i think, i don't i forgot who he was speaking with, but he broke my heart
0: was it sandman
1: I don't know if it was sandman because because remember a lot oh. of those guys went to wcw yeah um,
0: it was either Sam it i don't think it was raven
1: no this was later way later on yeah this i don't think it was later. raven i think I don't it might have been it might have been, been um it might have been just incredible um,
0: that, that makes sense too but he still talks about this.
1: Yeah, it broke my heart that he
0: wrestled. He wrestled. and He didn't know his. Well, it wasn't his back; it was his neck. He didn't know he broke his neck.
1: Well, the story going, you know, the story was his back. This was this was a yeah. This was a k-fave thing. So that's when I that's when I, when I was really starting to watch you know read the dirt sheets and all that. And I'm like, oh, this dude's lying his ass off. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: No, he talks about like he talks about now. How his uh he broke his neck, but he didn't know he broke his neck because yeah. because of his back or something like that. Yeah. He right. talks about it. Right, right. A lot.
1: Well, yeah. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate that. And I see, you know, in, in Jeffrey's uh, mentioning that uh a walking talking encyclopedia for wrestling. That's, that's what I am. I'm he like really that. is. He
0: can spout off shit. It's yeah. uh, it's impressive.
1: Yeah, I'm serious. you're equally yeah. impressive. Yeah, well I appreciate that. I, I, I seen it all even though I count a lot of your shit as
0: opinion, it's it's impressive that you can go there. Uh, yeah,
1: I'll, I'll I'll take it.
0: Yeah, it's it's great.
1: I'll take it like a fat boy takes chocolate cake. <laughs>
0: so let's start with this, man. What's up? You mentioned the NWO, and for, for uh, life.
1: Let's,
0: let, let's start let's start with their downfall. All right, because this was the topic of discussion.
1: Sure was. Where did
0: they? So this is this is for 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 anybody that wasn't around, which is crazy to me. Yep. Anybody that wasn't around during this time period, uh, this was this was one of the greatest betrayals turned storylines in wrestling history, right? So you had the great betrayal of Hulk Hogan at Bash at the Beach 96 that culminated into uh, <laughs> a New World organization, according to him, which would be known as the New World Order. Um, And it started off as a really hot, fresh concept, right? Because you had, it was like every week they would bring out like a new member. And then for a while they kind of stopped, but it kept it where it was interesting. They had what seemed like real life brawls in parking lots. Uh, The famous darting of Rey Mysterio up against the, the production trailer right uh story behind that whole brawl like people thought that was actually real so police was called like it was it was a time this shit was a time to 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 behold in wrestling and what they did how they grew how uh like just the the regular appearance of scott hall hey yo and you know the whole that whole thing. How many catchphrases were coming out of this thing? Like it was the hottest thing in pro wrestling. Where did it go wrong?
1: Well, you got to go back a little bit further than that too. You got to go back just initially when it was just the outsiders on right. their own, right? And and the impact that that made, and the fact that Larry Zabisco suggested that Scott come down through the crowd instead of appearing. You know, at the entrance, because if he, if if Scott Kett came through the entrance and people would have remembered him previously in WCW, oh, there, there's a diamond stud. Why is Razor Ramon coming? You know, but the way he did it, the way Larry Sabisco suggested that he do it, it worked. So, yeah, that happened. Then Kevin Nash comes in and and they do their thing just as the outsiders by themselves, by themselves as the outsiders. They were badass. Yeah. Badass. Then on, you, you take an account of, the the um the curiosity and the build up to who the third man is going to be at Bash the Beach, and then Hulk Hogan comes down there and he drops a leg on Randy Savage, turns his back on on Hulkamania, and he had a legitimate reason to do this. If he you did. look back at his time in WCW,
0: he was starting to get booed.
1: He was getting booed, man. Yeah, he, he, he was getting booed out of the building. I've seen, I've, I've seen the the um the nitros, um. Leading up to um, World War III, ninety, 90 five, yeah. And just him getting booed. Him wrestling Sting for the first time on Nitro. He came out and wearing all black. And he had Giant Killer written on one side and Hulkster written on the other side of his tights. It was kind of a precursor to what would be Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Right. And it just, it, it's like, whoa, man. The stuff they were trying back then. But anyways, you go into the just, you know, the New World Order of Wrestling, brother, that whole thing. But then you got to look at it from the production side of things too. The, what what they were doing that was different. The the black and white videos, the the Neil Pruitt, the following announcements were paid for by the New World Order. That yeah. thing, yeah. all that stuff worked because it had never been seen before like that. Going right. backstage, going in the in the, you know the production truck and taking over the show. It literally looked like this was a shoot. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, yeah. and that's and that's what made it work. Now we fast forward that a little bit and you say, okay, where does the downfall for the NWO happen? Where where do we start seeing like, okay, maybe this is starting to get a little bit stale? To me, I am gonna say nineteen ninety eight. That's to me is when it started getting stale.
0: The uh, branching off.
1: The well, it actually happened before the branching off.
0: Okay.
1: I, I wasn't a fan really of the I wasn't a fan of the Randy Savage-Hogan feud in 98 that that culminated into them forming the Wolfpack. I, I didn't like that. I, I thought it was kind of stale. We'd already done that. Right. Me, personally, I never understood why Macho Man was even ever a part of the NWO when he should have been a WCW soldier. I didn't get that part. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. But in, in, in saying that, what came out of Macho Man being part of the NWO was it made Diamond Dallas Page. It did. So, that was a positive. Plus, you got the, reu- the reunion of Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth for a little while. This time, both is heel. So, I, it, you know, it, I overlook it. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'll give it a pass. But when it got really, really stale to me is later on when they had no direction really with the NWO, It was the the Wolfpack versus Black and White, which really didn't culminate into anything. It should have been a big, you know, that War Games match that year. They remember they had three teams. It was Team WCW versus the Wolfpack versus Team Black and White. And they didn't really, and they changed the whole rules of it this time. It was every man's for himself, and it was for a championship match. It should should have been Wolfpack versus Black and White. We're getting it all right here. The the Civil War is what's about to happen. They didn't do Now, more.
0: how much of that was creative? Because a lot of a lot of those guys had creative freedom. How much of that was was impacted? I
1: don't do I think. don't think anybody, I, you know I, I that whole a lot of the guys had creative freedom thing was like overblown. The only person around there that had creative control was Hulk Hogan. Okay, not a lot. These other guys didn't have creative control. I know Kevin Nash was was booking. Kevin Nash was on the booking team, but as far as that goes, none of these other guys, they may not have creative control. They can put input maybe on what they want to do but Eric Bischoff has gone on record as saying the only person around there that had true creative control that can nullify and say I don't want to do this. And Kevin Asher's come out and said the same thing was Hulk Hogan. Good point. So I'm not sure how much that had to do with anything. All I know is that by the end of 98, bro, the NWO was still, especially compared to what they were doing at the WWF. At the WWF, oh, yeah. what do we got going on? We got Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Mr. McMahon. We got The Rock just turned heel. Um, they're they're about to form the corporation. The Undertaker is back with Paul Bearer. Yeah, everybody in the WWF has. A they're story. firing
0: on all cylinders. They're
1: firing on all cylinders in is lost focus and and, and WSW is stale the nwo is, is, is stale you're 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 kind of now tired of hearing the frank Shelley rockhouse theme song you know what i mean you're, you're, yeah. you're kind of tired of it now it's like it, it well WSW, that and they I mean, were they were
0: everywhere they were all over the show
1: well yeah and 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 you had the black and white nwo then you had the in right. the nwo then you had the lwo Right, you know, you had this, and then you had Raven, but just the flock is no longer there. So you squandered what could have been something with their bread heart. We, co- we got to
0: cover them uh, one time. On yeah, the how,
1: flock.
0: yeah, that potential was crazy.
1: Yeah, I like the flock. I, I, really I did like too. The flock. Yeah, yeah, I like the flock. The the one person that you know, I'm, well, I'm gonna say one person. There were several guys in the flock I thought could work. Uh, Scotty Riggs was one of them. Um, Billy Kidman, of course. Kidman, yeah. Kidman was there. Perry Saturn, Yep. Yeah. Of course, Raven. I wish they would have kept uh, Stevie, Stevie Richards around in that group. Um, but, yeah, I just – I look at that – I look at the uh, 98 as, the, as really the downfall of NWO. And really, I, I never – I just – I never agree with, with the splitting off of, of, into another faction. I know – you know, the heat between Hogan and Nash played a part in them splitting into, you know, two different groups. But I would always thought, I mean, if, if it was me that was booking it, I would have always thought, okay, when when an NWO guy leaves the NWO, he goes over to the WCW side. Right. It beats up the WCW side. That's what I would have thought. Right. You know what I mean? But then it goes. it goes back to, well – what, what did the NWO do that was really a big detriment to the business? Well, the NWO made the baby faces uncool. <laughs>
0: Very that's, true. Very that's what true. They,
1: they, they, they were just, they were too cool, man. And the, the, the heels were too it, cool. But that was society was, in general. Yeah, that's true. That's society true. was it, society it was in the, general in that way. It was
0: the point that, that, you wanted to hate Hulk Hogan, but then Hulk Hogan just got too fucking cool. It was just like, like, damn, this motherfucker's cool. His music, his music's cool. He comes out, he's like doing the bad guy shit, and I like it. You know what I mean? Like I
1: like this shit. Yeah, but at the same time, it, let me let me tell you. Uh, yeah, Hogan in the beginning, as Hollywood in the in the first, you know, incarnation of what he was doing. It was badass. Yeah, but it. But tell you, when I started getting stale with Hollywood, it got stale when Hollywood started wearing those feather boas. And, <laughs> and, and and just it, when he would he wrestled right, but he just wrestled in all black tights. Yep, with no, he didn't have any like no design on them or anything. They just all black tights with the the NWO weight belt. The hog while hogan. That's that's yeah. I'm like, like damn, hogs are like, I mean,
0: he stopped caring.
1: Well, I don't think he stopped caring. It's just, you know, I don't think it was of any really importance because he, you know, he always had the, you know, the the uh, the gear with the lightning bolts or whatever and all that, right. and all the crazy designs and stuff. But it's just so I think that's what it, then, you know, the disciple. Turn you know they turned the disciple one Hogan and all that and the Ultimate Warrior debacle and and, and Sting joining the Wolf Pack and Lex Luger that been,
0: right you know, there is when and I was like ah uh, I don't I don't I'm I'm done <laughs> yeah, I can get with it to a certain point but when when you like Sting was the guy and we had this conversation before that before yeah. we came on air too Sting was the guy like he was always supposed to be WCW.
1: Yeah. And
0: you you brought up you brought up that maybe this may have been a good idea or someone said that this may have been a good idea to end that whole thing at Star K 97. Right. I'm torn on that because yeah, that whole thing, keep in mind they ran this program for a whole year before before this match. Sting and Hogan. It was supposed to culminate in Sting and Hogan. They ran this angle for a whole year in which kudos to Sting didn't say one fucking word that whole year. Right. <laughs> didn't, didn't say a word. The whole thing was over. Everybody loved it. You know, yeah. it was it was great. Um and this was probably this is probably the peak of that whole story. Mm. Right. Would it have been a good time to end it? I don't know. Because how, what we also talked about was the business side of it. The NWO at that time was the hottest act out, right? It, it was it just was it was the hottest act out. So you still could have you still could have profited from it. But hindsight being twenty twenty, it probably would have been a good move because you still you'd still make the money.
1: I don't necessarily think you end the NWO, but. You have – you kind of start trimming the fat a little bit. Yeah. As far as like, okay, Sting lost to Hollywood Hogan. Why did Sting – or no, I'm sorry. Hollywood Hogan loses to Sting. Right. Why did this happen? Well, you know, it happened, brother, because you didn't do what you were supposed to do, Scott Hall. And where is Kevin Nash at? None of you have my back. That right there could have started some type of a, if they wanted to go Civil War, Right, it starts right there after Stargate. Right. That's where you kind of started that. But the way they did it, and then Macho Man, you know, what he's saying? Macho says, um, I'm not kicking you out of the NW, or you're not kicking me out of the NW, I'm kicking you out of the NW. Why would you be kicking anybody out of anything <laughs> when Hogan dropped a leg on you? Right. So it shouldn't, happen. Just, it shouldn't happen. No, it shouldn't happen. And, and, and I, I don't. That's that's the stuff. But I look back on, and I'm like, man, you know this right here. This logo was the most powerful logo in the business. No, LA. no, you're right. Still is right now. Yeah. Number five still is right now in WWE. Take that LWO. Number five. All right. <laughs> so. bottom line of it is I can tell you right now the the, the entire run real quick first incarnation of NWO Hogan, Hall, and Nash you had the the giant DBIC Six, Vincent Fake Sting, Wall Street Bubba Scott Norton, all these different cats joining the NWO right Mm -hmm. do you remember when WCW brought out the impact player. They were touting the impact player was coming to WCW. The impact player debuted in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand on Monday night. Show. The impact player was Kurt Hennig. You remember how Kurt Hennig originally was a horseman? Yeah. And then Kurt Hennig turned on the horseman and joined the NWO? Yeah. Why do you do that?
0: There's a, there's a bunch of questionables. You know, <laughs> there's
1: a, there's a like, bunch of why would you do that? You have the horsemen, which before the NWO came along, before the Dungeon of Doom came along, the horsemen had been the dominant group in WCW all the way back to Crockett. Right. So if Arn Anderson, Anderson is out there legitimately saying, I'm going to give you my spot as the enforcer, you should have done something with that. should have ran with that. Yeah, we all got a laugh out of the NWO parody of, of the Arn Anderson retirement speech. Yeah, that was fun. But what wasn't fun was when they pretty much like killed the town when Kurt Hennig slammed Rick his head into that cage. And that was like, why is Hennig joining the NWO? Just another guy in the NWO. Yep. So that's where it, that's where it happened. Yeah, core you had core guys in the NWO like Buff Bagwell. Hey, that worked out fine for Bagwell because Bagwell had been a WCW established guy. Yeah. You know, during the you know, coming out clapping, you know, the you know American males, <laughs> American males, remember all that. So then when he I remember NWO, that
0: bullshit. Yeah. I hated the American males.
1: <laughs> it was cheesy. Oh, I fucking hated
0: them, bro. <laughs> No, I hated kidding. them so much, bro. When they beat Harlem Heat for the tag type, bro, I was
1: pissed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was so pissed. I was like, "What the fuck? What is this?"
1: But, <laughs> but in 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 saying that, when he turned on Scotty Riggs on Nitro at the Bishop, Bishop gave them the WWE guys a thirty day rule. You have to join in. The, you know, your NW your WWE contracts turn into NWO contracts. That worked. Eric Bischoff joining that the was good role. shit. That was good shit. That worked. Kind of undermined DiBiase though, because personally I love seeing Hollywood Hogan with Ted DiBiase because of the history in the WWF where they were always feuding with each other. Yeah, that worked. Like I said before, early on the, the the Neil Pruitt voiceover for the for the paid announcements, the production, the 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 camera angles, the you know. The zooming in, zooming out. going That worked. The music, all that stuff worked. So there's a lot of things in the NWO that were fun. But then, you, like I said before, you go with the run here. You go from the black and white, the NWO, original NWO to the uh, NWO um, black and white Hollywood versus the Wolf Pack. Then you go NWO silver and black, NWO 2000. Then you have the final incarnation of the NWO, which was in the WWE with Kevin Nash, and his quad and Vince McMahon coming out the next week and saying the NWO era is over and we're going to have a new general manager tonight. It's going to be Eric Bischoff. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the the reason why we're talking on the show tonight because what I'm getting at here is that the greatest angle in the history of this business Never never had a conclusive finish, never had an ending to the story. There was never an ending to the NWO story, and that's sad. That, that breaks my heart that we never saw a definitive ending to the story. The hottest angle ever in the business. Never had a definitive ending. It, it was just, it was I mean, you look at look, look at what they did in 99 with the finger poking doom. And then look at what it was by the spring. There was no more NWO. No, it was summer, done. It was by the summer. It was done. It was done. This, December comes around. Vince Russo tries one more time with with Bret Hart, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, Jeff Shirt, The silver and black NWO is formed. Redheart gets the, the the kick from hell from Goldberg, finito. NWO don't last much longer after that. Yeah. WWF WWF acquires WCW's assets, trademarks, brings the NWO to the WWF. Hogan, Hall, and Nash. What happens? They come in immediately. They they get to the top spot. They go after the top stars, Austin and The Rock, and then boom, Hulkamania returns. Hogan comes back to to the red and yellow. x spot comes in with the NWO don't really have the same impact as it did before. They were trying to do an angle where, you know, Shawn Michaels had joined and Shawn Michaels was teasing that Triple H was going to possibly join the NWO, which I think at the time I was hyped for this because I believe that we were going to get a war between two factions that we never had before. I honestly believe that we had an NWO. NWO. Yeah. I think Triple H was going to form reform DX to go up against the NWO. I thought that was what was going to happen, but unfortunately it didn't happen because Kevin Nash came back that night on Raw and talked about he was going to kick some ass, and then he was in the ring and did that sprint across the ring and tore his quad, and that was the end of the NWO as we knew it.
0: Yep. Yep. Now, question. Do you see a scenario where this story could possibly be re? repackaged told again and have a conclusive
1: ending no Mm. why is that because I honestly think that WWE has moved on from DNWO I think that they are the bloodline has has done wonders for them but eventually the bloodline is going to be over with could it be? Could, could they? Could they possibly bring the NWO back in the future? Possibly, but I don't. I don't think so. I think we have we have as much chance of the WWE bringing the NWO back as we do of them uploading more episodes of WWE Saturday Night to the, <laughs> the network. <laughs> that's harsh. Happen. Yeah, that's I'm harsh. Not, but no, <laughs> I, I do believe that they'll still sell the merch. Obviously, yeah, you know, of course. Them. But honestly, if you look at it right now. Look! Look at! Look at what's going on right now with with the LW role, which just don't have the same impact as it as it once did. It right. had that. It had that cool moment in Puerto Rico, yeah, because it was like, you know what I mean, it's Marigua. But that, but, it's, I, but I, it's I, going I
0: said, I've said, I've i gone on record to say that that was the height of that run, and it's yeah. over. It's yeah.
1: over. It don't, it doesn't have the same impact. It don't. No. They don't have the same music. Like the, the original LWO music was 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 cooler than what the, the theme they have right now. Like I said, I, I, if you bring the NWO back, if WWE would to would have the 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 uh, the trigger on the NWO, the only person that I, I can see leading that faction is Cody Rhodes. Mm, I As can be, see that. I it can has to be that. Cody. Yeah, it has to be Cody, and and I can see a Damian Priest involved in that.
0: I can see that. Honestly, couldn't see that.
1: Yeah. But right now, they're, they're, they're just so into the the bloodline storyline. You got really nothing cracking really on Raw. I mean, the Judgment Day. Uh, I mean, judgment Day is like, okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I actually, I don't watch NXT. I don't. But I I was, um, I don't know how it started, but I was watching something today on, on YouTube. And there's a faction in NXT uh called Schism, with uh I think his name is Joe Gacy is his name. But the Rock's daughter, uh Ava, Ava Rain. Yeah, Ava Rain, she's involved in that. And their theme song and entrance is badass. Oh yeah. Schism. And, is yeah, a it reminds spot. me of it reminds me of Sanity and the Wyatt family put together. Yeah. So I'm actually digging Schism. Yeah.
0: It's a bright spot of NXT. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm actually digging schism. So I don't know if you if you did bring the NWO back, it, it, it can't be treated like LWO. It's a big deal. NWO is a, is a big deal. Um, it, you got, you know, it's a big deal. That that Do you love, think that's why they powerful. haven't brought it back. I I I think with I think with Triple H. It's it's more likely to come back, but once again, it's it's one of those things where it wasn't created over there, mm-hmm. but not but neither was the LWO, right?
0: Right. And
1: those are those are those both of those are WWE creations. I don't know. We'll see. All I know is that right now it's a it's a top merchandise mover for WWE, mm-hmm. so they're looking at those merchandise numbers and they're like, we can sell even more T-shirts if we put this angle back on television.
0: They probably could. Yeah. But I think I think for me my opinion is that um uh, Triple H cares about it and a large part of that is in part to Scott Hall. So I, I think if he does bring it back he's going to be really careful how he treats it. It won't be it won't be a flash in the pan.
1: Oh, well, Triple H thinks that DX was better than the NWL. So this is true too, but and we all know that that's BS that's, and that is a lie. Yeah, DX is not moving merch numbers like NWO. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't see anybody wearing a DX shirt. Sorry. I I just no. They DX DX now DX had cooler music, in my opinion, than NWO. I mean, Rockhouse is is a cool song, but that breaking down and you know D Generation X, Chris Moore. they they listen. I'm a listen. I'm an NWO guy. For life, I'm, I'm in my you know my closet right now. It's not been NWO. I'm worried right now, but that DX breaking down kicks. I give you that. Now, other than that, uh, when the music stops, it's over. Uh,
0: I'll give I'll give you I'll give you the music,
1: but 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 Voodoo Child. I I can't listen to Voodoo Child without and NWO. I think
0: exactly.
1: Without NWO voiceovers, like I, where, where's it? Exactly. Where's, where's the Neil Pruitt New 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 World Order? Like. Where where I I have to have that in Voodoo Child, exactly. Or I can't listen to it. You know that's uh, you know, right there.
0: Exactly.
1: Now,
0: I and, was just gonna get to that. It's like, bro, Voodoo Child is like, mm, it's up there.
1: Yeah. As far sucks. as <laughs> it sucks that it has to be dubbed over on the network, but yeah, whatever. Yeah.
0: As far as interest names go, that shit is like, that's that's top tier. Yeah. Top tier. All right, let's move on uh, to a, to a gentler topic. Topic: uh, AW's numbers. Where the fuck are they getting them from? Because we talked about this. You we posted about-
1: you posted that that uh, that press release from Turner, and I was like, "Well, hold the phone here." When I saw that, <laughs> wait, wait a minute, because I I don't remember it reaching that many as. I don't remember that. So then I sent you the, the Russell Nomics draft, which from for Brandon Thurston is very reliable when it comes right. to, to numbers. everybody gets their numbers from Brandon Thurston. Right. And I sent it to you, you said, how how do I interpret this? I, I know it looks confusing with you know the graph and all that stuff. Right. Like, well bro, if you look at the top, it, it says white for dynamite, red for raw, blue for SmackDown, right and so on and so forth. And I'm like, So look at the graph here for uh for, for dynamite where is it going? to two million viewers. (laughs) It did. So, so I'm like, where, where, like, I'm like, I'm I'm like, okay, maybe they're counting all the numbers from delayed viewing, like DVRs and all that. That,
0: I don't know. I don't know
1: where they get that from. Because Thurston, he had the correct numbers. And I'm like,
0: so here's, here's my theory. Here's my theory. So what everybody, what everybody pays attention to is the, the night of and the same day. Right? So if it's live, those numbers, plus anything that comes on that day, like any, any play they get that day, the number that I think is being reported in the moment, in the moment, or like in in my case, when I get when I get done here, I'm gonna go watch it. Well, same It, it, it right. did
1: say his number. His Wrestle-nomics did say it was the numbers that I posted was same debuting.
0: Right. So that that's what I'm thinking that that's getting reported from from all the all the outlets. What I think the network is actually reporting is up to the moment they report. Right. So. What I tend to do here on the network, if I, if I track a podcast, right, if I'm looking at podcast numbers, I'm going to go for the week. So I'm going to go from show to show. What did your show do, and when did that number slow down? Once it starts slowing down, I'm going to pay attention, and once it stops, or once it looks like it's going to stop, I'll cut off. Any other play after that is pretty much residual. Right. I think that's what the network's doing. So there this this is like night of next week. Boom. All right. Night of how many people came back and DVR'd it, put those DVR plays out. How many people are actually checking for the network or going to going to uh, the subscriptions? Do they count that as a play? That's my question. Are they counting the subscriptions as plays? Because AW comes on fight TV, right? They have a fight TV, and I think they have uh Br Live mm. for past episodes. So do they count that as a play towards their towards their their numbers? And that's what they're reporting.
1: I don't know. I just I just thought it was weird. That... It's
0: interesting. Because yeah. I was like, I was like, it came from them. So it's it's not like it came from a from a different source. It came from the network.
1: I I'm I, like, I'm, I'm, I and you know and and basically I'm not I'm not disputing Turner's numbers. I just don't know where they're getting them from.
0: Me neither. Because me, like it, I racked my brain trying to figure it out. I'm yeah, like, how are they yeah. getting this number?
1: Yeah, because I saw that. I, I like I said, I saw what you posted in in the No Gimmicks fan group, and then I was like that. No, I just saw the number. I, I reported the numbers every day in the group for Dynamite, and I'm like, it did not reach that many people like that. Right. There, that that if you look at that number, you are telling me that Dynamite did SmackDown numbers, right? And that's
0: <laughs> that's,
1: no. that's crazy. Yeah, no, that did not. That like did. as much as I
0: want that to happen, that that did not happen. I I don't believe that. I don't believe it. No. And I'm, I'm, I'm an optimistic person, and I don't believe that. Like, right. make this make sense to me. Right. <laughs> make it make sense. That's all I'm asking, because
1: yeah. I, I, I really I, don't I, believe I, it. I, I, can't, I can't help you. If, if there's somebody out there right now that's watching the podcast from Turner, uh, the No Gimmicks crew would like to know where you guys are getting your numbers and who are you paying them. Uh, you know, are you
0: boosting? Are you are boosting boasting the
1: numbers? Boosting numbers <laughs> up? You know, are you, are you doing WWE like you know, in fact, you know, inflate their attendance numbers? Are you doing the same thing here? I I don't know, but all I know is that a lot of people did not like that blood and guts match. Um, so I don't know how it. I don't know, man. It's just so it's here. Here's another
0: here's another thing of mine too, and and i use this to justify like where are they getting this number from so they say the internet wrestling community or iwc is 7% of the total audience where's the other
1: 93% i i don't know i don't know because you're not you're not really bringing in any casuals
0: that that's what i'm saying like where if if the internet community is is a small portion of your audience, which overall I, it, it kind of makes sense, but where's I the other where, where's your other audience
1: at? I don't I don't buy that. I, I, I do not buy that at all. Um, I I I believe that there are a lot of people that are more hip to sports entertainment than what they would like you to believe. Um, they try to say that the internet audience is just the, the the small vocal minority out there. No, it's not. They're
0: not the only ones that say this,
1: though. Yeah. In their defense, yeah. Well, we hear that from Disney. We hear yeah. Lucas, Lucasfilm says it's about Star Wars fans and yada yada yada. I, I think that the the AEW's hardcore fans are internet fans. That they are.
0: I would venture to say that. What, so, what we would have called them back then is tape traders.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're the hardcore. They're like the ECW yeah. fans. They're yeah. the hardcores that are going to support the AEW brand don't matter what they do, whether it's right or wrong. Same thing with like WWE. WWE fans, they're just they they're not going to watch it. They're
0: not going they, nowhere.
1: They, yeah. they, they saw it, and they didn't like it. They're, it's they're not, not the going same anymore. thing. There's a lot of people. It's funny. There's a lot of people back in the day that even even when the the nwo was out there and they had a more ww had a more exciting product than the wwf they did not watch the wcw they were loyal hmm. to the wwf brand just hmm. like there are a lot of people that were loyal to the wcw brand that did not watch the wwf and that's another reason why the invasion angle in the wwf failed the way it did not only did wwe not have the talent from wcw that they needed to make the same work because a lot of the guys were still under contract to aol hmm. but the fan base from WCW saw what was happening at the WWF with the WCW brand and said this ain't my WCW and they stopped watching wrestling altogether and they never returned
0: we'll save that nugget for later yes sir <laughs> <laughs> let's stick to the numbers though another one that came out yeah. um Wembley seating record right it's being reported from from the the, the company that they are ten thousand seats away from oh. breaking the all time attendance re- paid attendance record.
1: And that's great. I'm I'm happy for them. That's great. That just shows you that everybody over there is looking forward to seeing this because they don't get anything. That's mm-hmm. what it is. They, they don't they, They don't get. They don't get. They don't get shows like this. That's that's why. That's why Summerslam was such a a a success back in the day. I was just about to ask. They don't. They don't get shows. So of course, I mean, dude, TNA when TNA was hot, they could have went over to Andrew and never like this, because they don't get shows. They're begging for WrestleMania to come to London.
0: Oh man, yeah, but it's
1: never gonna happen because. Because WWE wants somebody to pay for the show. They don't... London doesn't... They, London has big tourists. Uh, they have big tourist attractions over there. Their tourism is, is sky high, man. They don't need WWE. You know, you can come over here and do a Monday Night Raw or something like that, but you're never going to have WrestleMania over there. You, you, won't, you won't have a SummerSlam or any of the big four. We're going to give you a SmackDown or Raw... We'll give you Ooh, a, a wow. WWE live event. That's it. And AEW is putting on. Hey, I'm I'm proud of AEW for this. This is the hell of an accomplishment to even do that many uh, tickets over there. I think people are. I I think honestly, people over there are rallying behind this organization. I think that they want to stick it really to the WWE and put ninety some thousand people inside this building. I I think that's the ultimate goal. That's the hell of an accomplishment. Whether you're an AEW fan or you're not. The yeah. fact that they have not even announced one match for this show, and they've sold all these tickets, that is a hell of an accomplishment, and they yeah. they, should be, they should be congratulated and applauded for that feat right there. Yeah, they, i might, We're we're
0: we're a month away. Yeah. from from it happening, and I'm and curious
1: to watch it. I'm gonna I'm actually looking too. looking to watch this because I want to see the way it comes off on of TV. I want to see how engaged the fans are. I want to see what it matches AEW better pull out all the stops.
0: Yes, you better have
1: to. put on a banger of a show. I'm talking about I don't do five star ratings, but you, every damn match on that show <laughs> better be a five star classic to pull this off. Otherwise you're gonna have a lot of pissed off people inside Wimbledon Stadium.
0: No, I agree with you. I agree with you. It needs to be like you need you need you need a, a big debut on this show. You need you need some surprises to happen on this yep. show. You need to call in a couple of favors to get some people from London. That's probably not an AEW on this show, and it needs to be some bangers of matches. Like you need to run this shit. Yeah, I'm. And what more? What what I'm more curious about is the aftermath because you sold all these tickets. How does this aftermath look? Say you have a good show. What does the aftermath of this shit look like for AEW? What does that trajectory look like? If they pull off a successful show in Wembley, let's just say 80,000 fans. They don't even have to break the attendance record. Let's just say 80,000 fans are in Wembley Stadium for this event and they're successful. What does this shit look like for AEW?
1: Well, it's it to me. Obviously, it would be great momentum. You would think, right? I but, would hope but, so. But but the problem with saying that is how negative AEW is here in the United States. Yeah. And how a lot of people just don't mess with it. it. Listen, bro. And this is just this is just like how just divisive the fan base is. They could do a hundred thousand people at Wembley. And it won't matter because you you know what you'll see on Facebook, especially you'll see laughing emojis because Mm. no one cares. They, they have, they have ran so many people off the WWE's business has turned around. No one could have predicted it was had turned around and people, like it or not, this is the the greatest trick. Stop the crap. All right. Vince McMahon never left. All right. So (laughs) shut up. All right, stop stop no, this oh, is, stop stop saying oh, you know, Vince Vince never left.
0: This is the greatest trick though. Like if you are if you're if you if you've been following the business, the way the way you like it moves over time, you could have told you AW coming out and being any sort of successful would have pushed the envelope for WW. It forced their hand, and when you force WWE's hand, you force them to be great. This is exactly what you're saying.
1: No, it this this WWE's turnaround had nothing to do with AEW, nothing. now their turnaround was the fact of the the Vince McMahon scandal, and people finding out that Hunter was taking over creative. That's what brought people back. Well, yeah. To the, I if will if, agree with if, you if, if if it's a different WWE. That's what I would I would agree that. with you. It had nothing to do with AEW. AEW at this time was falling apart. This is when the CM Punk situation had started up with with the media scrum and all so that. So wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Yeah. You're attributing you're attributing their turnaround to
1: to that. I'm attributing their turnaround to the scandal. Yes.
0: Okay.
1: And people giving them a people giving them another look. I, I
0: I have a H different H- outlook on
1: it. Triple Triple H booking the show. It had nothing to do with AEW, man. Because AEW, because I, 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 don't, I don't know how it is. I, I, I'm, I'm I do. AEW had ran people off, ran fans off from their show. And the fact that Triple H took over creatively at WWE at the time when he did during the Vince McMahon uh, scandal, and the first show that he actually produced was SummerSlam, okay, from that mm-hmm. point on, they had some bumps in the road, and then they hit the gold mine, with the bloodline story,
0: I'm gonna at, say, at I'm, point, I'm not AEW, gonna say... A,
1: a, a, at this point, AW were in the midst of the CM Punk situation in losing Cody Rhodes. That
0: right there, that right there. And I'm not gonna say, I'm not gonna say it's completely AW, but losing Cody Rhodes, that's what turned it.
1: i that's it what falling apart before that, but yeah, he played Cody played a big part in it, but it was all but. The, look, the stories about AEW had been out way before Cody left about all the crap that was going on backstage and, and, and all the internal beefing and all that. And that and that was kind of way before Punk got there, too, to be honest. Yeah. You heard about it. So the, you you got to remember the momentum that AEW once had when they were debuting everybody, you know, Brian Danielson and Adam Cole show up on the same night, you know, then CM Punk comes in, and then, you know, Samoa Joe, the acquisition of Ring of Honor. They had a lot of stuff going on for them, and 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 it's just for they just it's just crazy rocked, how they, they
0: had that just, and it wasn't it wasn't like
1: yeah WWE talent wanted to be there yeah that they could because I'm saying it. it's
0: it's crazy it's crazy how you had all this momentum and then you
1: didn't yeah and it just has it, it just and it,
0: and it was just like the drop of a hat like you just, yeah you don't have it anymore
1: yeah and it just and it's it's gone back to the WWE and and. WWE is on unbelievable business right now.
0: Yeah, the pendulum has to swing again. It's it's the business.
1: We'll see, man. It's just they. I mean, AEW had their they had their chance, and and they and they blew it. You know, I I will say they blew it. They blew it, but they have opportunity to bring it back around um, if they do things the right way. Um, I I I think they're trying. I I think. Go ahead.
0: I was gonna say, from what I what I saw tonight, um, I liked what I saw—the little bit that I saw. I, I still gotta go back and watch it. But uh, Orange Cassidy and AR Fox put on a, a banger of a match, and AR Fox turned—he went heel. Does anybody care? He joined the Embassy. I like that shit. I'm not gonna lie to you. I care. I
1: think it's a good one. Well, oh, I'll, I'll I'll see in a couple of days when uh, when they when they bring the the numbers out, so I can go over the uh, the the segments quarter by quarter. Okay. See what it was, but I'm not. But but you know, listen, I'm not. I'm not going to knock it because I'm not. I'm not familiar with Ar Fox. I'm just going to say, does anybody care? Because yeah. because you know, now I'm now now I'm gonna tell you something I saw the other day. But I then I was watching AW and I actually liked it. And I liked the presentation. I am digging Jack Perry. Yes. Yes. The smug ass Hollywood Jack Perry. That's what he should himself. Hollywood Jack Perry is what he should name himself. I like him. And he needs he needs his girl with him. The one he's actually mm-hmm. who's, who's he dating? Anna Jay, right? Yeah. He needs, he needs her out there with him. You'll get, okay. you'll get Sammy Guevara. Oh, yeah, you would. He needs energy, he NJ out you there. He, he said he's banged. What did he say in that promo? I'm banging the baddest bitch in the company or something like that? Yeah. You need to have her out there with you. All right.
0: I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> I dig it. I can get with that. Another thing I like right now. And it's not; it's a show. Collision. I like Collision's presentation.
1: I haven't watched Collision since the first episode. I I like it. I did. I haven't watched it. it because my damn DVR was supposed to be recording them, <laughs> and it's not. And, and it's not recording them. So that's mine, so I'll I'll fix that tonight. Oh I, shit! You know, I'll fix that. But it's, I, I still get I got Dynamite recorded. You know they still record mm. records Dynamite, but not Collision. So I got Collision up.
0: is is. Hey, listen. Out of the two, I I'd rather collision. I'm not gonna, and it's on the Saturday. So if I got a DVR and watch it, I'll DVR and watch they it. They still got
1: they, they still got the Elton John song.
0: I don't know. I don't pay attention to the opening anymore because okay. I didn't like the song. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, the presentation it's it feels like a different show than Dynamite.
1: I said when they started this this this, this uh, venture with with collision, they need it needs to it feel like, like it a it different needs show. It feels like a different Feel like you're watching Nitro to me, and that's what it
0: feels like.
1: You know, it feels
0: like it feels like I'm watching Saturday Nitro. Honestly, it it, it looks different, it feels different, and. I, it gives me night It gives me high nitro vibes. I'm not gonna lie to you. The lighting is way different on that show than it is on Dynamite. I, I can't explain it. It just, it just looks different.
1: Who's here? Know. Who who's the ring announcer on Dynamite? Is it Justin Roberts or, or the girl? Her on name. Dynamite
0: is Justin Roberts.
1: Oh no, I'm sorry. On oh, no, Collision, it's a girl. Okay, good. And, Justin, uh, I, like, I like Justin Roberts, but sometimes he's over the top with his announcer. Yeah, it's
0: uh. So, they got Ian Riccoboni
1: and Nigel
0: McGinnis are commentating on the show. Okay. So, it's kind of it gives me ROH vibes, but also Nitro vibes. Cool. So, yeah, I, I'm really digging this show, honestly.
1: Yeah. Do you think one of these days Jake Roberts is actually going to bust out that DDT? I hope so, man. <laughs> I'm glad to see Jake out there doing his thing.
0: Yeah, me too. I like that they brought Lance Lance Archer back.
1: That dude is a monster, man. Yes. I
0: like that they brought him back.
1: Yeah. That dude is a side monster. Side
0: note. Side yeah. note. Uh Lance Archer was here, him and Keith Lee a couple weeks ago for Russell Revolver. Okay. Um, if Russell Revolver comes to your area, I know they're going to New Jersey next, and then they're coming, they're coming back here in October. But if if they are in your area, please go check them out. Russell Revolver is an awesome
1: show. I will have to put that on my because you know, October is my month, so I'll mm-hmm. have to have to see about that. And, and let's make it very clear: I'm not really digging the WWE. I just dig the Bloodline storyline. Even though there's Ooh. a flaw, even though there's a flaw in the Bloodline story, because I could have swore weeks ago that Jay Uso said I didn't want to be the Tribal Chief.
0: And now he does. I caught that
1: too. Now he does. <laughs> well, yeah, I caught that too. There, there's a yeah, a little bit of continuity issue, continuity issue there. I don't want to be a tribal chief, uh, but we see somebody who does, and it was solo. Yep. So I, yeah, whatever. Tribal Combat SummerSlam, we gonna check it out and see what they do with it. I yeah. wish they would bring back the old SummerSlam theme song from back in the day. You remember that song? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Doom.
1: Doom. 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 Yeah, bring it back.
0: I'm actually, I'm actually looking forward to them.
1: I, I, I wish, I hope, because I'm the guy is a friend of mine, and I'm I'm such a big fan of his. I hope Drew McIntyre beats Gunther.
0: You think you no? It ain't gonna happen.
1: So we can break that intercontinental because I don't want Gunther. It, to, it ain't gonna. I they,
0: don't
1: want. I don't want Gunther to pass Honky Tonk Man's record.
0: No, that they're gonna they're gonna let him do it.
1: Uh we'll see about that.
0: They want fresh faces at the top of their list.
1: That does that that dude, it doesn't matter. It it, it don't matter. It's 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 a scripted it don't matter. Yeah, but they they don't you know what, you know, want, you know, you know what history. I call you know what I call Vince Russo? <laughs> Vince Russo was not only a writer, right? Vince Russo is a former WCW world heavyweight champion. Vince Russo.
0: Okay. Okay. That's great. But
1: I like Vince. <laughs> he's all right. Uh, Vince is cool, man. I talked to Vince a couple of times. He's great. He's a good guy. Bring
0: him on the show. I have questions. And yeah, we'll see.
1: <laughs> uh, my people call your people.
0: Yeah. Give Vince Vince Russo. This is an open invitation.
1: Open invitation or invitation. invitation. You're botching, kid. Can we get that over again?
0: <laughs> no, I said invitation. This is an open invitation.
1: What? Wait, 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 wait. What? What is? What? What is? What is Jeff saying here? Because he wrote
0: himself as a champ.
1: Doesn't matter. He's still a, a respectable world heavyweight champion, just like David Arquette was. Come on now. Come on. Don't, you know the don't. worst world heavyweight champion of all time in WWE. You know the worst champion they ever had. Ric Flair. <laughs> nah, nah <bullshit. laughs>
0: I was like, What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, if I said that, okay, this is gone insane.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but no,
1: yeah, open invitation. Hey, but Vince McMahon's Vince a former WWF champion.
0: This is true. How do how do we how do we recognize him in history? Former WWF champion.
1: Absolutely. Just like you have to recognize Vince Russo as a former WCW champion, whether he wrote himself in, in as champion or not. You have to recognize the fact that the man had the the the, the big gold belt. So did David Arquette. Okay, that's
0: fine.
1: But by the time he won it, WCW was in a tanker anyway, so it doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah, true.
1: You know, it, it didn't matter at that point.
0: It was on its way out. It was on life support.
1: Well, yeah, it was on life support because of Turner.
0: Yeah, I didn't say it was his fault. I well, won't blame I won't ever blame.
1: People, but people say that people actually have the audacity to blame Vince Russo.
0: I won't blame Vince Russo for the WCW going out of business. I yeah. will never
1: I will not do that. Yeah.
0: Because it's a that was a business move, that was a business move.
1: That was a that was Jamie Kellner. That was yeah, AOL that Time Warner. That was business. Yeah,
0: it's easier to blame him.
1: Well, they blame because, they, they blame was, Bischoff. They blame Bischoff too. But how is that Bischoff's fault when Bischoff goes into a meeting with a bunch of executives that he's never seen before? That's telling him how he's going to produce his roster show, that you're not going to be what they're doing over at the WWF. You're going to be more family-friendly.
0: Well, yeah, they even offered to sell it to him but not give him the TV deal.
1: Well, no, no, no. I'm talking – This no, this was 98 when this happened. Oh, okay. This, yeah. this is – yeah, That remember earlier when I was talking about yeah, like, yeah, yeah. when it got stale? Well, that's one of the reasons why. Because he couldn't do the stuff that they were previously doing, all the violence and all that stuff. They couldn't do it anymore. Well, it's As just like what you're sorry. seeing now. Yeah. It's,
0: it's just like what you're saying now.
1: Yeah. So, you know.
0: Like for anybody watching what's happening in the AEW right now, this shit ain't new. Like it's been done it's been done before. Absolutely. You got to tone it down. You got to tone it down. Cause... Yeah, but apparently
1: this is a, but apparently this was Tony Khan turning toning it down himself. Cuz they cuz cuz they were doing too much, man. I mean, that this that whole that, that 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 thing they did a while ago a while ago with with uh what's the name? Nick Gage or things is this where Nick Cage, or whatever, and, and uh, uh, John Mosley with with the pizza cutter and, and the Domino's pizza ad came right up there, and they lost Domino's as a sponsor.
0: Yeah,
1: you, you, that you're like, yeah, come on, man, <laughs> that 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 would never happen in WWE, and that would never have happened at Wcw.
0: Nope.
1: You think I Wcw know. would have done something like that? That would have messed up their relationship with Valvoline.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: You remember those 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 bumpers? Yep. This, yep. W, this portion of WCW Saturday night is brought to you by Valvoline. <laughs> America's number one motor oil. Cheers, Valvoline.
0: 1-800-C-O-L-L-E-C-T.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here you sure? right here. Hey, it's a WCW Monday Nitro Party.
0: Yep. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Call Mean me, Gene on a
1: 1-800-Hotline hey, this is Lee Marshall. I'm over here at blah, 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 blah for 1-800-COLLECT. <laughs> oh, shit.
0: That was
1: good. That was good shit. I missed. Hell yeah.
0: Song. All right, man. Last topic. So, there was a post. It sure was. There was a post in the yep. group. Yep. And I'm paraphrasing the post. Uh-huh. But it said... Uh, Don't let people kill your love for the business because theirs died. Something of that nature. Right. (laughs) So, my question for you Frank D. Because you wanted to talk about this. Fabulous, Frank D. The fabulous, Frank D. Yes, sir. When did your love for the business die?
1: My Love for the business and my passion for this business died March twenty sixth, two thousand one, when WCW went out of business. So was this it, a, it's never was. It wasn't the same ever again.
0: Was it? Was it a sudden thing when you seen Shane McMahon on Monday Nitro? Like what? What was it?
1: Well, it was. I was actually kinda happy to see Shane McMahon on Nitro. It was like wow, like, you know, Shane McMahon's on WCW Nitro. <laughs> I didn't know at the extent that they were going out of that they were going out of business. Bischoff made the announcement the week before saying that, you know, we're gonna have to find you know, which could be the final night of wrestling on the turn networks. I didn't know how serious the situation was mm-hmm. until they rolled an ad on um a news segment on Fox 11 um, out of Los Angeles. And uh, it was on there. It says, uh, what if this becomes this? And then they talked about, it was a picture of WCW. It was a photo. It was a WCW uh, B-roll. And then it was a WWF B-roll. And Mm. they said that, you know, today officially Royal Wrestling Federation Incorporated has purchased Royal Championship Wrestling from Turner, you know, Turner Broadcasting. So I didn't know how serious it was, and then Shane McMahon shows up, and then, okay, like, okay. Then after that, you know, we go into to that Sunday. It was WrestleMania, and then the Austin Hill turns happens. And for a while there, you know, there's no talk about WCW for a while. And then all of a sudden, you know, it starts popping up, and they started doing those um, um, run-ins, invasion run-ins. Uh, I think the first one I saw that happened on TV, I think it was Hugh Morris was the first one and he yeah. he did the uh no laughing matter on edge so it was excitement at first and then the excitement quickly died once i saw <laughs> that there would be no kevin nash there ain't gonna be no hulk hogan there was no rick flair no Sting, no lex luger no buff well. um None of the real big players. And then what we got, we got Booker T, Buff Bagwell, and Tacoma on, on Raw. And people say, well, if they had to wait until next week, because WCW never ran there, which is bullshit. WCW did run in Tacoma Dome. Um, they ran it for spring of p P99. If you guys remember that show, it, the main event was uh, Hogan versus Flair versus Sting versus DDP. Macho mm-hmm. Man was a res- special referee for world title. So, that's when my passion for the business died. My passion kind of picked up a little bit when TNA came around, NWA TNA, when it first came. I watched the very first show they did in Huntsville, Alabama. And uh, that show ended with, I believe, uh, Ken Shamrock became the NWA champion. He won the Battle Royal. So I was invested in TNA until uh, AJ Styles left TNA. And then Jeff Jarrett left TNA. And then I stopped watching TNA. Like a lot of other people. Um, and that was it, man. That's that's when my, my passion died. My passion kind of came a little bit when the announcement about AEW uh, came to be. And then I seen what AEW was. And I had supported AEW a lot in the beginning. Bought a lot of t-shirts. Bought a lot of pay-per-views. Went to a lot of shows. And now I'm just like, once again, I'm stagnant. So I, I, I live in the past. I watched the the network, I watch the the you know the world class and world championship wrestling and a bunch of other stuff. I, I just I watched the Bloodline, Storyline on Raw or SmackDown and I like some stuff. Um uh, but yeah, I'm not there. Like I, I would say I'm like 50-50 right now.
0: I get yeah, I you know what I, I actually understand that. Um I was there for a while to where it wasn't until, it wasn't until AEW came back. Cause I was, I was still in the fandom phase. Um, I stuck around. I stuck around through, throughout, you know, the, the end of the attitude era, through the beginning of the, um, the ruthless aggression era. I stuck through, I stuck around through that. Once they started going to the PG era, like I and I, I thought it was just like me getting older. You know what I mean? Like I'm getting older. I'm starting to fall out of it. Like I'm not watching it as much. Like because I was, I was in that shit, bro. Like, like every week I was on it. You know what I mean? Shows everything. Um. Once CM Punk left the WWE, I kind of, I kind of trailed off. Because I, I just didn't find anything that was there for me. You know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll pop in occasionally. If there was something that was piquing my interest, like, I'll pop in. I'll watch it. But I never really completely went away. But I just wasn't there full time anymore. You know what I mean? Once AW came back, uh, once AW came out um, and it was announced that it was going to be on TNT, like, a part of my fandom came back.
1: And yeah, happened. we were both excited about that. Yeah.
0: It hasn't came back. Now, what, what that did in turn, like I started engaging in these conversations. This podcast came out and with this podcast came like researching and I kind of fell back into like I live in the past a lot too. Only I do that because now I'm starting to find myself a fan of the indies, right? Right. I never really, in all of my fandom, I never really poked around the indies like that. Right. So now it's like getting down to the grassroots and I'm figuring out that I love the shit. You know what I mean? Like, I like, I that's like
1: how, yeah. That's how it is with me when I was, when I was started working with Dog Pound because yeah. I'd never been around the indies. Right. And just to, right. Be a, just to be around it and watch it or whatever, that's, that's kind of the same thing with me. And it's like, dude. You, you hit the nail right on the head right there with, with when CM Punk walked out and how, how hot that was and how they yeah. squandered it. And then we had to live through the authority angle. Yep. And then how when Sting came in, and how they squandered how Sting. they did
0: Sting. I hated it. And then he he, he ended up getting hurt. And yeah. like, I thought that was his
1: career. Oh, that yeah. pissed me off, dude.
0: Yeah. I was, I was angry. Yeah. <laughs> like I was, I I was
1: that. angry. That <laughs> was my, that was at, uh, night of champions.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I was I was really angry at that.
1: And yeah,
0: you know, I kinda I kind of trailed off. And then it was just like I started paying attention to like the conversation, the online conversations, and I realized I didn't really like those fucking conversations either because fans are fickle. And it was just like, God man, I just want to enjoy this shit and I don't. So I just stopped watching. So I was like, I'm I'm done. I'm not gonna watch it. And then AEW comes out and I'm like, all right, cool, I like it, and then you know what I mean, like, I'm finding out, like, I there's more wrestlers I need to know about, well, where the hell did this guy come from? Oh, the Indies, well, let me go see the Indies and, and see what that is, what that's about, and then the more I got in, and I was like, god damn, I actually like the Indies, to where now, I'm like, I know talent that's working around, at least Texas-wise, like, I know I know the talent I need to look out for, like, who I want to interview, like, I know all this shit, you know what I'm saying, like, I, I'm, I'm in it I'm immersed in that in that scene you know what I mean so like I like dealing with the Indies and that's what keeps my love there is well, you know's dealing with it
1: you, you know what's funny is that I tell people you know because I, I you know talk to um, um my, my co-workers about about wrestling and they they don't keep up with it today but they you know they I'll show them the bloodline they'd be like oh man oh that's crazy but then um they'll bring up the TNA stuff and mm-hmm. uh, I'm like um I'll I'll quiz him. I'll say, "Hey, did you know that AJ Styles? You know AJ Styles? Like, yeah, he he started in in, in TNA." I said, "No, he didn't." I said, "I said AJ was actually in WCW." He was. He's like, "What? What do you mean?" you like, "Yeah, AJ was in WCW at the at the end of WCW. He was in a tag team called Air Raid with Air Paris, and yep. they were in some matches with the um, I think it was uh, Three Count and uh, Young Dragons."
0: Yep.
1: Uh, on on Thunder and uh, Nitro. So, and people now and say, oh, you know, that James Storm. Uh, James Storm, and Chris Harris, you know, America's Most Wanted, right? From Yeah, you know, well, you know, they were in WWE too. Oh, no, they weren't. Yeah, they were. Bischoff, of Russo, Security. So, you know, just little things that, you know. Yeah, the nuggets. You know, the nuggets. Yeah. That little stinky nugget. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Shawn Michaels said.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So what would it take to get your love back for the business? Because I feel like you need, like me, what I needed from AEW was like competition. I don't think we're getting that out of AEW, but like my the, my peak fandom stems from the Monday Night Wars.
1: You know what, what it's going to take, honestly, dude? What, what needs to happen? For 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 Frank D, right? My my passion. Frank D needs to be in the business. Hmm. Frank D needs to be part of the show.
0: I I, watch the show. I understand that. <laughs> I that
1: understand that's that. that's that's where that's where I have to be. Like I can cut a promo, you know. I don't I don't see myself as being like a wrestler. But I like could, a, I, I could be a manager. I could be yeah. an, I could be an announcer. I could do something. I, I I'm a, I am a. Um, so when when we do this podcast, it's very, very, very clear and concise. You're the baby face of this podcast. <laughs> I am the heel. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not the baby face. Okay, I'm the heel though. And you're, I you're the heel, yeah, <laughs> and, and heel. I don't, I don't make any bones about it. You know, what I'm saying like I am the bad guy here. I'm the heel. You know, what I mean, I, I am, you know, yeah, I, I am that one. You know, I'm the villain. You know, so that's so 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 that's what that. that's that's what has to be because I'm a natural heel. That's just <laughs> some people some people have it like Randy Orton is a natural heel. Well, I'm a natural heel. I could not go out there. And, and if I was in the business right now, they'd say, hey, um, hey, hey, Frank, we, we want you to be a baby face. No. I can't do that. Could you imagine me out there saying, hey, I love all you people, and thank you very much for coming tonight? Yeah. You can do that. I'd have to do it with my glasses on.
0: <laughs> you can still do
1: it. i have to do it with my glasses on.
0: <laughs> all you do is smile. I love you guys. Thank you.
1: Yeah. You don't have to mean it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: You don't have to mean that. Although, although I do find it like if you were a heel, like I like I would like to be the heel.
1: Ah, look at that. <laughs> oh man. Final thoughts, what you got? Uh final thoughts is Maybe one day my passion will come back. I have to have passion about something. You know, I my my passion right now is Star Wars. I'm i I'm, really, I'm really big into Star Wars. Can't wait for Ahsoka, you know, next month. Yep. Um I will say this. Hopefully AEW continues their upward trajectory to not being competition, but just being a true alternative to the WWE. Maybe then my fandom will come back for them like it used to be when it first started. Um, but yeah. If, if they don't. If they don't. I, I, will, I will continue to, to sit my ass over here. And on, on Coruscant and uh, you know invade the, Je- invade the Jedi temple and, uh, and take them out
0: ain't nothing wrong with that
1: because well, everybody, everybody knows that Jedi were a bunch of sucker ass suckers <laughs> nothing wrong with that wrong but anyways that. once again people out there public service announcement it's hot it's a very 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 hot outside Yes, it is. It's hot out there, man. It's so hot in Texas, baby. It's so hot you can take fried chicken and put it on the ground and, and cook it. In the cast. Yeah, exactly. In public, if you will, baby. On a mother's sip. So, if you don't like your feet touching the concrete because it's hot outside, you get burned. What do you think your dog is going to say when you say, oh, come here, Dusty. Come here, Cody. We're going to rock you, walk you this morning. Well, I don't want to go out there because the ground is hot. You don't want to go out there. Your damn dog doesn't want to go out there either. So yeah. keep your dogs air conditioned. Keep them in the house and help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered, All right? Because here in Texas, man, I'll tell you these people have no regard for animals in Texas. They really don't. I I see, yeah, I see (laughs) dead dogs and shit all over the highway. It's, it's it's pathetic. So help control the pet population. Every pet's spayed or neutered. And, uh, that's all I got to say. And, uh, uh, sir, may the force be with you.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.
1: Uh,
0: If you guys are watching, don't forget tomorrow we have the uh, United States Department of Nerds. They're doing a rap party on. Hey,
1: I love that podcast. Me too.
0: I love it so much. I'm going to join them tomorrow.
1: Oh, look at you.
0: (laughs) Nerd. (laughs) 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 I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. But,
1: yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> you're talking to a Star Wars mark. So, you
0: know. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, USDN tomorrow. They're doing a rap party on uh, Marvel's Secret Invasion. Great series. If you haven't watched it, watched it. Uh, if you just want to get through the spoilers, come hang out with us and we'll be, we'll be there live tomorrow. Other than that... Uh, I I'll, am
1: putting out there right now real quick that Frank D is saying this right now. When Ahsoka debuts Mm -hmm. and they talk about it, Frank D has to be on that show. You Uh, you just got
0: the invite. You You just got the invite. But yeah, um, yeah. Other than that, August 12th, Mission Pro Wrestling, San Antonio, Leo will be in the building. Make sure you guys check it out. If you can't go there, it'll be on uh, titlematchnetwork.com. Subscribe. The prices are low. It's affordable for you to watch the pay-per-view. We have two sponsors that are going to be on this card. Um, So make sure you guys go check that out. Also, um, MPX Wrestling. They're going to be running an event here in uh, Dallas, if you're in the area, so come check it out. They're live every Saturday. Always a good show. They have great storytelling. And a lot of these guys I expect to see on a different level soon. So that's all we got here at No Gimmicks, man.
1: Yeah. I think we have uh, done a good show tonight for all the listeners out there. And uh, keep supporting the podcast. You can find us on where you listen to all your podcasts out there. And also check us out on Twitter at NoGimmicksDFPN. Also yep. on Instagram' no give us the FPN and uh YouTube and all that fabulous stuff out there and uh that's pretty much it man and I want to you know shout out everybody that's been uh, watching us tonight and, and Jeff yeah I'll definitely meet you up because we will talk star Wars because I am a sith <laughs> all right. matter, of fact, matter of fact if you see the red light in the background <laughs> you can't, you can't even knows this that's my my uh, Darth Vader lightsaber light.
0: This is this is true. Yes. The red light is his lightsaber, right? Now.
1: My lightsaber. I have a lightsaber Contact for the show. Yeah, light, <laughs> lightsaber lamp is what it is.
0: <laughs> All right, you guys. Until next time, y'all be easy and enjoy the fucking wrestling. This is no gimmicks. Episode forty nine. We'll be back for episode fifty.
1: We're halfway to a hundred, man. Yeah. Keep it popping. Keep it it crackalacking in public if you will.
0: If you will. Good night. (laughs)